Greetings and salutations to you all. This is Dee Dee Moonflyer. Welcome to Twilight Tonic, your weekly voyage to points distant and parts unknown. We'll discuss all things paranormal, spiritual, weird, and wonderful. So if you're ready, grab your favorite tonic, your best comfy chair, and let's begin. Twilight Tonic, I have a wonderful guest and I've been wanting to talk to her for quite some time. She is an experiencer, which instantly attracted me to her. She's a medium, a remote viewer and future paranormal investigator. How are you, Lala Bright? I'm so good. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for coming on. I came across you on YouTube on Enchanted Insights and we'll talk a little. Very good. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that to get started. And then I want to ask you about your history and why you do what you do. So can you tell us a little bit about Enchanted Insights? That is my friend. His name is Grizzly Chris. He's an ex-police officer. He got hurt on the job. um, And then eventually he stumbled into the paranormal and psychics. And then he, he... dedicated his life to researching about cryptids and aliens and started a show Mm -hmm. and he i I went on there for an interview and he kind of gets psychics he does cold cases every two weeks he gets the psychics like angela ford she's very known in the government and we try to help out the situation as much as we can anyway he said would you like a show on tuesdays and i said well I mean, I'm kind of shy, but I'll I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been fun. It's real. I've been have I've had some really great guests. I had Steve Bassett on last night. It's just been it's been really exciting. Yeah, I think I think doing like podcasting and YouTube interviews, you learn so much from other people. Right. Yeah. You get to talk to some really cool people. Um. Yeah. So this runs in your family, if I'm correct, the mediumship, things like that. Mm-hmm. How about the experiencer part of your life? Um, I know. So my dad and I were like best friends. We would talk about all kinds of stuff and paranormal stuff. But when it came to aliens, he seemed kind of nervous to talk about it and I remember one time he told me, you, you know, Lala, they sometimes fly over me when I walk the dog. And then he sh- he didn't talk about it again. And he never lied. He was always honest with me. He was just that type of person. Mm-hmm. And so I do think, I know that we're, my, my parents and I are, are O and negative, And I think that has something to do with it uh, a little bit. Um. I think they have always been with us and they monitor us. I know I have a, a chip or implant in my left leg uh, um, for about 20 years now. Um, 
So I, I would love to know what they do. I, I'm just not sure. Mm-hmm. What state w- did you grow up in by any chance, Lala? Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, by, by Baltimore. Yeah. I always ask those questions because my mom had an experience when she was pregnant with me in New York State. And okay. my mom's from New York, Long Island. Yeah, she's um my mom was from upstate New York and after she had that sighting it was like a lifetime experience a thing for her. And she talked about it all the way up to her death. The same story over and over. So it was always very interesting. That's why I asked. Um, when did you discover your mediumship abilities? How old were you? I I guess the most prominent one, I was around five years old. And our neighbor that we loved, and I called Grandma Cheyenne, she passed away. They couldn't go to the funeral, so we decided to find her gravesite on our own later on. Mm-hmm. And this particular uh, cemetery has literally thousands of, of graves. It's very large in Baltimore. And they walked off one way, and I walked another way, and I heard her say in my ear, I'm over here. And I felt like someone guided me to her grave. I put my hand on I, I said, she's over here. Mm-hmm. And my parents looked at each other and they said, oh, no. <laughs> my mom <laughs> said, oh, no. <laughs> but my dad my dad knew that it was time to gently talk to me. So he was very much a spiritual guide for me my whole life when I would pay attention. I was very stubborn about it. I didn't really want to deal with it, you know, but it, he helped me a lot. Sure. I I think... I think there would have to be a little worry that comes with that. Yeah. Yeah, my mom wanted me to be, um, I guess, normal with a nine to five. But uh, some people just aren't built that way. You know, I happen to be one of those people. I don't mean to be. It's just how it is. Right. And you're like lucky like I was. That was just a normal thing around the house. And when you have a parent that can talk to you as a child, like it's okay. It's part of nature. This stuff happens. I think it's very healthy for that child. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. Because it can cause depression and lots of issues when it's um, not talked about or if it's pushed down too much, it can really cause a lot of issues. Yeah. I, yeah. I've interviewed a lot of people that said they had, those issues growing up because it wasn't allowed to be talked about. It wasn't Mm -hmm. considered normal to have those abilities. What was your first time that it had a huge impact on your life where you realized, wow, this is really going on? Um, One time there were a few that, you know, really were life-changing. But when I was little, my dad would travel a lot for a a while to the point where I would forget in my little mind what he looked like, you know, Mm -hmm. and and for work. He did it for work. And I remember before bed, I said to myself, he was flying home in a few days. I go, I wish the plane would crash. And I was little, like, so 
I'm just saying something stupid. And some spirit, a male voice said, be careful what you wish for, for it may come true. And I said, I'm sorry, sorry, take it back. And years later, I think early 30s, I finally sat down. I still felt bad about it. I said, Dad, I said this when I was little. He goes, you know what? I have to, we never took off. There was something at the last minute they found wrong with the engine, and we had to change planes. And we almost took off. Oh, wow. So, yeah. He always said, he would always tell me, be careful what you say because you create the world around you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Now, as you got older, did you find your abilities growing stronger? Uh, Yeah, and it seemed like... The stronger they got, the more I wanted to hide it. I I really did struggle with that. Every once in a while, I'd let it out. Like if I worked somewhere at a gas station or something, I knew what people did as a living. I knew who had just passed. And I'd be in my 20s or or teens, and I'd blurt it out. And sometimes Mm -hmm. people got really angry at me. And I would forget, like, oh, this isn't normal to everybody. So it would kind of scare me, you know. but the more I've, I say to myself a lot, because when I go out in large groups, it's too much energy for me and I'm mm-hmm. overstimulated. I can feel everybody. But when I would work in public, the more I was there, the more I felt it, it was just, it was interesting. It, it, I could pick up quicker on everybody. Yeah. So. So you also picked up on their emotions as well. Yeah, yeah. Some people are really sweet about it, but um, some people don't want to. They'd rather be in denial than to. Cause I'm, I would always try to be like the therapeutic person, but really I was just being, I guess, to them pushy or, or nosy, and I didn't need to do this, you know. So I kind of shut that down. Um, for a while and um, a few years ago I lost my parents in, in one year and a year later I lost my boyfriend of 15 years the, the next year to cancer oh my goodness and, so sorry yeah thank you Um, and I really didn't have anybody to turn to and I tried finding psychics and there were a couple okay ones and there were a lot of not okay ones. And I thought, you know, if I can't get help, why don't I help somebody then? So that's really when I, I got out of my shell. And this was a little over a year ago that I, I, I've gotten out of my shell. And um, so spirit usually, because I'm shy, spirit will tamper with my phone. And <laughs> someone's photo, like someone's photo will pop up on my phone or their Facebook page. And I don't know these people. Mm-hmm. And I go, okay, I have a message to give. And that's a, a lot of, ha- that's a good majority of how I find people to give readings to is spirit will just put it on my phone, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's how I met Bob, my boyfriend, um, similar to that. And I found out that his mom was getting ready to pass. And I, I gave him a reading. First, he was skeptical, and then um, he's ex 
he he was intelligent, so he's ex-CIA. And then he started testing me. And that's mm-hmm. how we, we started friendship. And then we started a business. And he moved to Maryland. And this, this whole year, I mean, it's been crazy with all the energy beings and, and right. other things. It's really Wow. That, that's a lot to go through in a short period of time too. Yeah. So that kind of opened you up to what you were supposed to do. Yeah. But I, I've, I've heard from people that trauma can, well, the saying is it can make you or, or break you, you know, but trauma also brings sometimes more psychic abilities mm-hmm. or in my case, I drew more beings to me, maybe because I, you know, it always used to kind of scare me what I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. But then when my, my parents passed, my mom's a New Yorker. So I was like, she's definitely going to kick somebody's butt if they try to mess. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's true. I feel safer. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I do feel less fear, and that's good. So when you're around people now, and they just lost a loved one, do you feel free to speak up to them if that love, lo- oh, gosh, I can't even talk tonight, if that loved one <laughs> reaches out to you? I, I usually say, um, I, I go, you know, you don't have to believe in this, but and I don't want anything, but I have a message for you. And if you don't want it, that's okay. But if you do, here it is. You know, and they, I give them the option to say yes or no. Before, I would just blurt it out. Right. Um, 95% of the time, they accept it. Um, very, most of them do accept, even the skeptical ones do. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lady, she had lost her son. Her son found me online went to her picture i contacted her and she was really really grumpy and skeptical and i said i don't want anything but here's what he has to say and i was so detailed that she goes oh my god okay this really is him Mm -hmm. and so i kept every couple months she could come back when she needed to talk to him you know and she's been coming back for about a year now so that's nice you know wow so with everything you and your boyfriend do, what are some of the things you guys are working on together? He is making, how do I say this scientifically? <laughs> I'm not he scientific is, either, so. Okay. So he is trying to make something. He's going to use me to call beings to us. ET, spirit, I can do that. Easy, fine. He wants to make a machine that will also do the same things through like a frequency. Um, some, it's something where it'll, it'll send out something to them and we'll get something back. So <laughs> by using me and the machine, he's going to try to do that. He's, um, uh, he's been corresponding with like Skinwalker Ranch for that uh, for certain things. And, um, working with Jimmy Blanchett. Jimmy Blanchett is really very, very smart. People should go check him out on Facebook. He's very interesting. Um, he finds a lot of ET and craft and stuff like that. So it's, you know. Out of curiosity, <laughs> um, 
how you're an experiencer. How do you feel about communicating with them? What what's been your experience with them? Um, I've only had one bad experience. The rest is is good. Um, usually, when I see like I've seen uh, a craft up close to where I saw detail. I've seen them far away and this and that. They numb me. I usually have anxiety naturally, mm-hmm. but for some reason, I call it alien Xanax. It's <laughs> it's like I'm totally, <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely numb. And then most times I'll forget what happened the rest of the night. I won't remember anything um, except for that initial uh, beginning part of seeing them. But I'm, they've always been kind of me and when I get sometimes they'll come more than I like and I get nervous and they actually back off until I'm okay and that's what I learned this year they actually can feel what I feel hear what I say and that's that blew my mind that was so interesting I couldn't believe it which have you as an experiencer which of the alien or the races have you had experience with? I believe I was told through a dream uh, M56 and I woke up and I googled it because I didn't know what it was and that is the constellation of uh, Lyra L-Y-R-A so it's connected to the Palladians and the the Lyrans and uh, I think Draco is kind of near it over to the corner somewhere mm-hmm. i didn't know about any of that stuff whatsoever and so i think that's a big um they're a big part of who visits me okay like you don't have experience with the grays or the nordics or it's a pacific um i know the grays have visited we actually have a um camera um the camera picked up on one in the front yard and it stood right in front of it. It stared right at the freaking camera. Oh. And it had all this weird, yeah, it had like a weird haze around it. And um, the next morning I woke up with a triangle bruise on my arm that I didn't do. And it was, it went away within three days, which is weird. Um, first of all, I don't really bruise on my upper body. I bruise a lot on my lower body. Mm-hmm. But if I do I'm going to keep that bruise for like a month or longer. That's just how I am. Right. This one went really quick. And so that was a kind of strange feeling, I guess. Wow. Did you guys keep the footage of the gray? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. We post everything on Facebook for the public. You don't have to be Facebook friends to, to view our pictures and video. That is so interesting. I'm going to go back and look. Cause that that's really fascinating to me. Can I tell you one little thing real quick of course okay the coolest bit one of the coolest videos so far this year of living with bob there okay so we're kind of dense sometimes we just get so excited that we're not thinking about what we should be doing next (laughs) i get it (laughs) (laughs) so one night an orb this is a back porch outside our camera which is quite heavy Mm -hmm. an orb flew down on the porch and then this bright light popped up. It looked like the shape of a head and a neck with a haze around it. It moved the camera 
uh, over a few inches and it pointed towards my neighbor's roof in the back. And then the light went away and an orb flew off. So um, later on, they decided they started lighting up that neighbor's roof almost nightly at, at one point. Now they do it every couple of months, but it looked like a light crawling down the roof. And how our houses and bushes are, uh-huh. nothing can make that light. Like a car can't make that light. We've tried, we've tested it out. So I thought that was amazing that they were like, oh my God, let's just help these people. Jesus. <laughs> when you were seeing something like that how did you feel internally well we caught that on camera so we we posted that too but we were just so excited it's i would have never thought i'd ever see something like that you know interesting huh now within the orb did it before you filmed it did you see anything that would indicate it, that it would be coming? Did, did you see a, a being or anything like that? It just showed up? No, it, it just, we were in the house and it, the camera is motion activated. Mm-hmm. And it picked, up, it picked up on the movement of the orb. And that's how we call it all of that. Now, do you guys believe that these beings are from here interdimensionally, or do you believe that they are from other galaxies besides the Palladians? Um, I know they come, I'm not sure, but I know they come through um, a portal. We have a video of a portal opening up and light shooting around it and then shooting out of it. Um, we have a, a picture of like a grid appearing in the sky. So, I, I guess they, they come from different dimensions. I, I'm, I'm, I don't ever want to be that person where I'm like, yes, this is exactly what's going on. Cause nobody really knows. It, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but for our proof that shows they do go through portals um, to travel. Now you being a medium, a psychic and a sensitive you can feel, you know, when they're going to visit you prior, you can pick up on that. Is that correct, mm-hmm. Lala? Yeah. Yes. And what is that feeling it's, like? Because that, from what I understand when other people talking, that feeling is like no other feeling. It's like, sometimes it feels like, you know, when you're in a room, you think you're alone and you just feel like somebody's watching you and you turn around, somebody's really there. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like that. And sometimes it's just like a, an inner calling. Something is telling you uh, something's happening or, or look here, look at, you know, be at this part of the house. It's just, but I know now that's them talking to me, mm-hmm. but I feel like it sounds like me talking to me, but it's them trying to help me say, Hey, we're here, you know? So your experience, except for once have been extremely positive. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really amazing. Out of all of this, what is probably the most frightening thing that you have felt or seen? Um, well, well, let me see. I'll try to say this 
politely because I don't know what's allowed on your show. Um, <laughs> I I woke up. I was alone in my house. This was a couple years ago, and I woke up in bed, and I woke up to something doing something adult to me. Even though my legs were closed, it was still happening. And I was frozen. I, 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 nothing was there. I don't know how that happened. And I was so embarrassed that I just kept it to myself for years until I met Bob. Mm-hmm. And I finally had, had opened up about it. And he goes, you know, that happens a lot to people. They just don't talk about it. And it's usually reptilians. So. Oh, I don't like those things. Ooh, that, out of all of the creatures... All of the cryptids, all of the aliens, I've interviewed people. The reptilians scare me the most. Right. The black-eyed kids are the next ones, but... Yeah. (laughs) Either of those, you know, and I don't know why, because, of course, I'm a Gen Xer, so there was a show on when I was a little kid about these aliens that were reptilians that were like people mask. I, I forget what it was called. I can't remember. But um, that didn't scare me. But for some reason, reading books and stuff like that about alien abductions and people mentioning the reptilians, they frightened me. Right. Yeah, because they have a different, most, maybe there's some nice ones, but most of them have a, a different agenda for us. You know, they're very very obvious that that's the case. But. And some people believe that they actually live here on earth underneath. I mean, I, I believe that this world's crazy as is. So why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it is a little cray cray right now. <laughs> I swear. I don't, I think every generation says this, but I think it's gotten worse. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. And every time I talk to somebody, I'm like, I don't know. I don't understand what's going on because things feel worse to me. Right. I feel like people don't care. It's strange. I mean, you know, it used to be if someone were getting hurt, people would help. Now they take their phones out and videotape it. It blows my mind. It's just, it's not good, you know. Yeah, that drives me crazy. If somebody needs help, um, I highly suggest that you help them for real. Right. right. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's it's not a moment for TikTok or Instagram moment. Yeah, put, put the phone down. <laughs> yes. Grab a blanket, do what you need to do and help that human. <laughs> you can talk about it later all you want. <laughs> You can get a selfie with the person afterwards. It'll be great. Yeah, after they feel better, um, after you really help them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, heck, you go to the grocery store and you see these old ladies trying to reach something and there's all these tall guys walking by. Right. And meanwhile, yeah. all of us short women are like climbing shelves to help them out. I'm like, come on, guys. Right. It's one reach for you. It's a climb for me. I don't understand. <laughs> Well, yeah. that's why I get a Campbell's soup can. I wing it under their foot and trip the guys. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. We could get in trouble Joking. together, Lala. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Let's film you. 
Now, with all this craziness going on, and I've asked a lot of mediums and empaths this lately, Mm. how you probably have to work a lot on shielding yourself from all of this. Yeah, it's, you know, and honestly, I'm still working on that. I, I'm so used to, so when I talk to, I call them energy beings, whether they're spirits or or ET, because I don't want to be rude. I'm really weird about hurt people's feelings. Right. (laughs) Um, but I, I don't have, I don't have to meditate beforehand. I don't have to do any certain thing. I just talk to them. Mm-hmm. And so I forget I have to end sessions and I have to, I have to make sure everything's cut off so it doesn't stick around. Yeah. And sometimes I still forget and I'll get very, very tired. Um, or I'll have, they'll visit in dreams. Some are a little scary if they have an attachment you know so right. i'm working on it but um it, it's hard because i i still somewhat you know i don't wish my gift to go away but i guess i i wish all the crap that comes with it i just want to be normal sometimes you know right i think too i think it's always a learning process from the people that i've talked to and mm-hmm. I think sometimes making sure that you have that space, especially as sensitive as you are, you know, something as simple as you walking into the grocery store, I I would feel, especially this time of year, it'd be a little overwhelming because of all the emotions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, definitely that. And it's a, it's a process like anything else. I would assume, you know, you keep doing it, you learn from it, and then you shield yourself. Yes. Yeah. My dad would always say, picture a a white light around Mm -hmm. you. Even if you don't believe it, just picture it. It'll work. So I was like, all right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My mom used to say it too. My mom, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this gentleman, Edgar Casey. Yeah. Yeah. She, um, Gosh, she was so into him. I still have all her books from from all of the books she'd read on Edgar Casey, and she brought me to the foundation when I was thirteen, yeah. and that was really interesting. Um, I think in one of his books, and I'll try to look for it this week and send it to you. But I think he talks about that, how to protect yourself. Okay. I'll see if I can find it. But I really love Eggard Casey. I don't know if you know a lot about him. He's a pretty amazing man. They called him the sleeping prophet. Yeah. He did some really awesome stuff in a dreamlike state most of the time. It was just really cool. Now, did he put himself in a dreamlike state or did they wake till he was naturally asleep or how did that happen? You know, from my understanding, a lot of it happened when he would sleep. Like when he was a child, he fell asleep on a book and it's like he read the whole book. Yeah. And I think that, I think they called him the sleeping prophet. Wow. Which was really. I remember about him. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting in. Um, my mom loved him and she talked about him all the time. 
And so, and she was one of those people. And I was, I, she was like your dad. I was really lucky. She'd be like, oh, that's fine. Just ignore it. It will go away. <laughs> but yeah. it all, was interesting. Kids that, you know, I think. Yeah. I mean, wow. I feel, I do feel bad for the kids that have abilities and their parents aren't on board. Always have. Mm. Now, with all of this being said, in all of this research you're starting to do, what are some of your goals for the future, Lala? Well, number one, I still like to continue to try to heal people's hearts when I lose someone. That's that's my number one. Um, I will mm-hmm. always do that my whole life. I'd like to, I know we're supposed to be, or we are part of the soft disclosure and that's a, a big reason why they come to us. So we can kind of gently show people and tell people like, Hey, they're okay. You know, right. Um, I'd like to communicate more clearly with them. Um, it's hard because I don't know where I should go next safely. You know, th- there's one part where you can really go off the deep end and, and one get in trouble with, certain agencies or just lose your normal everyday self. And I have to kind of balance that. But I I do want to definitely, I like learning about them and interacting with them. I think they're, I kind of feel like they're family friends that with these particular ones, I really do. You just feel really close to them. I do because, you know, every time I lost somebody, they would show up in the sky and almost entertain me just to keep me preoccupied. And I didn't, I I thought it was weird. It it didn't click until recently. That's what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And this whole year I really was grieving and they saved me from myself because, you know, losing three people you love, and then later on, actually, I lost a really good friend uh, in March, actually. So it's, they, I would say to them, please cheer me up. And they would literally come. They would, and I have video of all of this. It, it was amazing. That's awesome. And it, you know, in these past, gosh, I would say five years, people have had so much loss. Smart. You know, everyone I've talked to. Um, I lost my mom in 2019, the same week I lost a friend I danced with for many years. And then then my stepmom and my cat. And I think, I think you go, when we go through something like that, things do reach out and they do help you. And I always found it interesting because this spring I lost my cousin and I woke up and I knew something happened, but I wasn't giving all the information. Mm-hmm. I was only given something has happened. And yeah. I think we see it and I think we know it's about to, but it's like a puzzle why this right. always happens. And it always happens in a large amount in the past five years to people. Right. And and I don't know what's, I think there's like a change or a shift. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I believe that. I know. I, you know, at first I thought it was a curse, but I, I, now I guess it's a blessing that before each person passed, I had a dream that they were going to pass. So the first time I, with my father, and in my dream, they said, Tell your dad how much you love him. And so I did. And a week later, he passed. And then my mom, a couple months, I guess maybe eight months later, she she was hurt by people. And my dad kept coming to me in dreams and warning me. I thought I was just too traumatized. I thought it was my nightmares. But it was <laughs> literally him showing me what was happening to her. Mm. And and my my boyfriend... I literally, I, I had a dreamy past. I called him up when I woke up and I said, I'm so sorry for this, 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 and this. He goes, Laura, you're okay. My real name's Laura, but my parents call me Lala. Um, mm-hmm. He goes, you're just, you're just stressed. And I thought, well, maybe I am. But then, I'm, but I'm glad I got to tell each one how much I love them. You know? Right. Well, and I think you working on your abilities to reach out to people and help them in that manner is such a good, such a wonderful service. Thank you. And I think it's a very important one. And I think as we advance, I mean, I could be wrong as we advance spiritually, I think more people need to do that. Yeah. Well, I think we're so sad and everybody tells you how long you can grieve and when it should be over. And I never understood that because I don't think grieving stops for maybe a lifetime for some people. Yeah. And I think it's really helpful when somebody has that information like you that can reach out and go, this is a message because you have that ability. So hopefully that will grow more and more in a community. I think we need more of that. Absolutely. Even our therapists and counselors, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They could just reach that. Now, does your boyfriend have the same abilities you have, Lala? Um, not, no, he, um, (laughs) (laughs) he likes to say he's, he's starting to get some, but not really, but I'm going to say yes because he's probably going to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> but he is so technically smart that mm-hmm. we, you know, we're an odd couple. We probably wouldn't have dated naturally if we had met on our own. But the universe mm-hmm. put us together because we are almost like a power couple with what I do and what he does we really can get messages across to whatever ET or the energy beings, whatever message they want to tell people, we will eventually learn how to do that better. And so that's the real reason I, I think we're together, honestly. Right. And so does he. he thinks- well, too, if you're, if what you guys are doing helps other people come to terms with things or understand right. things, I think, a lot of our fear comes from not knowing. Mm -hmm. So when, you know, when I've talked to people like experiencers and people that have had experiences with other things, their fear comes from the unknowing. Mm 
And I think if we understood, it might help. Yeah, and plus we're taught either we're crazy or this is wrong or it's the devil or it's demons. I mean, so it's already pushed into our minds from a young age that, Mm -hmm. well, this can't be right. You know, it's got to be wrong, you know. Right. So it's, you know, I used to think that this was a whole nother world that I was seeing. Now I'm starting to think this is the real world that I'm seeing. We're just shielded from seeing how real it is. Yeah. Um, these beings are, do walk with us. They are here. Um, some of them come from other places, but a lot of them really are with us, you know? Yeah. I've, I've always believed that too. Mm-hmm. I think there are things in front of us that we just don't or can't see. I mean, I think my animals see things that I can't see. Yeah, they do. It's interesting. I'll watch my dog watch something around in the room and I'm like, okay, what's here? (laughs) Yeah, I know. The other day um, I was doing an interview and I have a dog named Gryffindor and I have an antique vanity in my studio from 1928 and I love it. And he'll sit right in front of it and just look at it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I, I saged it. I cleansed it. I feel no harm from it. Whoever owned it loved it. I pick up on that. I have a funny feeling she was a very sweet lady, but he'll just sit, sit down next to it and just stare at it. Oh. And it he he's not afraid. He just, right. you know, like, oh, hi. I'm like, okay, I can't see yeah. it. <laughs> And since it's in my studio, I don't have time. <laughs> but he loves I, I it. Guess they're, like, they're like children. Children can see it because they're pure. They're not. Yeah. Um, and what's the word? Indoctrinated? Is that the word that they do to us? So we can't see anymore? Yeah, they're not as jaded. Right, yes. Yeah. You know, kids will just come out and say what they see. And if we discourage them, they don't say it anymore. Right, yeah. So what is your belief system in cryptids? Do you believe they exist? I do. Um, you know, I've never seen a Bigfoot. Werewolves freak me out. So I don't want it. No offense to werewolves, but I don't want to see any. Um, I'm starting to get more interested in Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do a show on them, I think, in, in December. Um well, I didn't realize how many people had experiences with them. Oh, it, a lot of people. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah, and I, I would like to, but like you said, it's that fear. Like, what if I get the wrong one that hasn't eaten a month and I piss them off? Like, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a big girl, so you know, I'd be a good meal. I don't want to, you know. <laughs> See, I'm with um, you. Bigfoot but, doesn't freak me out, but Dogman does. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. But, I, I mean, I've seen people's videos and, and pictures, and they're real. They're they're here. Um, now, some things that I caught on camera, or we caught on camera, that we call cryptids, like um, something called skyfish. And it's oh, this yeah. thing that, 
it's awesome. I never knew about this. And I, there's one uh-huh. call, I called it napkin. So one side is flat and you they hide very well. All these cryptids hide very well. Oh, yeah. And when it, yeah, when it flips over, it looks like a huge square. Uh-huh. And every once in a while, they'll come around with skyfish. And I'm like, okay, interesting. And once you see them, they know you saw them and they'll come around more. It's mm-hmm. interesting. See, I think that's interesting too. Um, They're smart. What are some of the other cryptids I would love, love to to just get a glance at? I, I like little people, like gnomes and stuff. And I always thought that would I, be I real would, fascinating. I would love that. I mean, I'd probably crap my pants or something. <laughs> so. But it would be so cool also because, oh, we got a, I never believed in fairies. I know that's horrible. <laughs> I just didn't. I, even though I have a fairy tattoo, but whatever. <laughs> this past year, we got a fairy on video and it was so fast, but I usually, usually they're all fast, but I get that feeling and so I slow down the video. So I go through hours and hours of video. <laughs> um, and Bob walked out front at night and this thing flew around him super quick i slowed it down it's got a little body legs arms and wings and a face i could not believe that's awesome i mean they're really really small Mm -hmm. but so fast that you would just never notice yeah there's a lot of really cool literature about the fae and the different Mm -hmm. races of the fae Mm-hmm. Um, some are like, some are dangerous, apparently, mm-hmm. which I found yeah. fascinating. And then you have the ones you described. I, I think that's so cool that you caught one. Yep. And we posted that on Facebook too. Um, our, our point is not to, not to prove anything, but to show people that you know, our world is not exactly what we're taught. They're here. We're yeah. safe. They're not hurting us. So, and you can do it too. You can talk to them too, whoever, anybody, and they will eventually come, but you have to say it from your heart. You have to mean, have good intentions because they know, they know what you really mean. Yes. Out of curiosity, I, with everything that you guys are doing and seeing and you have on film, mm-hmm. I often wondered because, you know, in the Middle Ages and in fairy tales, they talk about all these mythical creatures and then they don't exist anymore, but they're in every culture. Mm-hmm. The fae, dragons. the dragons, yeah. the unicorns, the pegasus, they're in many cultures. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if, because the way we developed, we just can't see these things anymore. And when we do see them, it's just glimpses because we're just not capable of being around them or with them anymore. How do you feel about that kind of theory? I, 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 I agree. I think that we have been numbed and dumbed down. Um, you know, we live around a lot of power lines. That can't be great. The medicines, the stuff that they put in the air and the water and the food. 
it's for a reason. I know it's for money, but there's got to be another reason. I think it's to control us. If we don't know what's around us and we don't know what's within us and how special we really are, then we, we are easy to control. And I think that's really what it is. Wow. Yeah, I think so, too. It's kind of sad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So with all these projects coming up and your YouTube channel, what else are you guys going to be doing? How how can people see you guys? Oh, um, every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, I will be my psychic ADHD self and I have a round <laughs> table with other guests. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> um, I have a website. It is lalabrightllc.com if you wanted to get a reading, if you want to talk or share pictures. I'm on Facebook, Lala Bright, and Twitter, Lala Bright 59 um, Anybody can reach out. And, and a lot of people reach out to open up about situations because they are, they feel shame or fear of judgment, and they can always talk to me. Uh, um, I know how they feel. So if somebody needs help, I can help somehow. At least I'll listen. Of course. I think that's wonderful. Well, I would love to invite you and your boyfriend on together in January if you guys would be interested. Definitely. Absolutely. Thank you. It'll be fun. All right. Well, I want to thank you for coming on. I know it's a busy season right now with the holidays. And will you please think him so much for me you know taking up your time tonight well thank you this was really really nice i had a real you usually i'm quieter than this so you're very i love your energy so if you you. ever want to talk reach out you're cool (laughs) same for you please always reach out and if you guys something exciting or an event send it to me and i'll post it Okay. I think that's really cool. And I'm looking forward to talking to you guys in January. Thank you. Thank you. Good night.